Welcome, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk, where we don't sugarcoat shit. That's right. My name is Richie. I'm here with you all by myself, just you and me, to go over just a few things that we need to talk about. It's getting serious, Renegade Nation, what I'm about to tell you, you probably won't believe, but hey, give it a shot. There's a little bit of Bob Dylan. Grab a bowl, man. Stone you and you're trying to be so good. They stone you just like they said they would. They stone you and you're trying to go home. They'll stone you and you're there all alone. But I would not feel so Yeah, a little bit of uh, Bob Dylan to uh, start the evening off. You sh- you'll be, you'll, if you're not stoned yet, you'll be stoned after you hear this uh, story. Absolutely unbelievable, Renegade Nation. They continue to hide the truth from us about what they're actually doing. And I don't know why these people are doing what they're doing. Uh, I had an earlier conversation today with somebody about marijuana. And do you know that uh, marijuana was here? Before we got here, did you also know that this is God's planet, as they say, and God grew and put on earth fruit trees and plants and everything, you name it. But also, one of those plants happens to be marijuana. And so, somebody decided to go against God's law, as they say, and make marijuana into a criminal problem. So, we sit here trying to figure out that God planted this on earth. As they say, they believe in their God. So, why are they forbidding us to have the fruits of the God? Does that make any sense to you? You buy apples, you buy oranges, you buy flowers. They all come from some type of seed, some type of seed that was put here by somebody. As they say, it's their God. Have you ever really thought about that? Everything you buy in the supermarket is grown in a field someplace, isn't it? But when it comes to marijuana, oh my God, it's a criminal act. One of the reasons, Renegade Nation, for all of this uh, mess that they have caused is that back in the 30s, Randolph Hearst, he was the publisher of the San Francisco Chronicle, the Chronicle at that most, most well-known as the Hearst Company or Hearst Publications or whatever they call themselves. And uh, he decided with a bunch of other uh, banksters that they would uh, make marijuana illegal so they could sell their own drug to you. And today... Half the population is on some type of prescribed medication that they have set up as a dealer network called a pharmacy. But if you smoke marijuana or you get caught with marijuana, other than than two states, you could possibly go to jail. But they're selling all these different types of pills through doctors 
that can make you very, very sick. Sicker than you already are. But when those drugs finally don't work anymore, everybody goes to cannabis or marijuana or whatever you want to call it. Oh, it is a weed. It's a weed. That's all it is. It's a weed. You know how many weeds are out there? There could be a weed better than marijuana out there. We just haven't found it yet. You just never know. Anyway, I want you to think about that. Ponder that for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> we're going to get into um, an article that was written uh, by the Liberty Beacon. And uh, what it says, uh, Renegade Nation, you need, you need to listen to this. I know we like to mess around here and have a good time, but uh, you need to start listening. You need, you need to start going out of the box and start understanding what's going on around you. We've been telling you for a long time, a lot of people said we're kooks and, you know, nobody's going to listen to us or believe what we say or how we feel or how we think. That's what they want. They don't want you listening to people like me or Marla or anybody we've had on this show. Nobody. They control everything. But one thing we do have, we do have freedom of speech. And hopefully that stays that way. And this is the reason that I can read this story to you. It's because of freedom of speech. If they take it away, you'll never know or understand what the other side may be saying about certain things. On a third party note, as you might say. In this story with the Liberty Beacon, it says Russia suggests that war may be necessary to stop Monsanto. It was published July 1st. And it was posted by the Liberty Beacon staff, trademarked. I'll read that too, okay, because I'm going to read it. And we'll trademark it ourselves. No, we can't do that. I guess I don't know what we can do. But anyway, I think they'd be happy that we're talking about them and getting them out and getting, you know, having our listeners listen to this. Um, whoever wrote this, um, this is how it starts. Uh, while I was listening to a recent interview with Graham Hancock about his new novel and his TED lecture, TED lecture, the startling claim was made that Russian President Vladimir Putin commented that war might be a necessary result of the Monsanto Protection Act. The writer says, I was skeptical, but did a little digging around, and it turns out the story checks out. Now, the shocking minutes relating to President Putin's meeting last month with U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry reveal the Russian leader's extreme outrage, Renegade Nation, over the Obama regime's continued protection of global seed and plant biogenetic giants Syngenta and Monsanto in the face of a growing bee Apocalypse. That means they're dying. The bees, they're dying. They had it on the ostrich media. They get, I think they gave it five seconds. And the Kremlin warns. This is this is what they. This is what's coming from this Liberty uh, Beacon. Uh, it warns it most will certainly lead to world war. Now, according to these minutes released in the Kremlin, that was today, July 1st, the Federation, or it was released by, in the Kremlin today by the Ministry of Natural Resources and Environment of the Russian Federation, MNRE, Putin was so incensed, renegade nation, over the Obama regime's refusal to discuss 
this grave matter, that he refused for three hours to even meet with Kerry, who had traveled to Moscow on a scheduled diplomatic mission, but then relented so as to not cause an even greater rift between the two nations. Now, at the center of the dispute between Russia and the U.S., this MNRE report says is the, quote, the undisputed evidence that a class of neuroactive insecticides chemically related to nicotine known as neon octoids are destroying our plant's bee population. Renegade Nation, did you hear that? At the center of this dispute between Russia and the U.S., the MNRE report says it is the, quote, undisputed evidence that a class of neoactive insecticides chemically related to nicotine known as neon octoids are destroying our plant, the planet's bee population in which, if left unchecked, Renegade Nation could destroy our world's ability to grow enough food to feed its population. So grave the situation becomes. The um, Mirror Report says... The full European Commission, the EC, this week instituted a two-year precautionary ban set to begin on December 1st, 2013, on these bee-killing pesticides following the lead of Switzerland, France, Italy, Russia, Slovenia, and the Ukraine, all of whom had previously banned these most dangerous of genetically altered organisms from being used on the continent. Now, Renegade Nation, we're not being told anything about what Switzerland, France, Italy, Russia, Slovenia, and the Ukraine are doing. Have you noticed you don't get any information about what's going on in Europe about this Monsanto thing? They're not telling you. There's a reason. Two of the most feared neon octanoids being banned are Actera and Cruiser made by the Swiss global biotech seed and pesticide giant Syngenta AG, which employs over 26,000 people in over 90 countries and ranks third in total global sales in the commercial agricultural seeds market. Important to note, the report says, is that Syngenta, along with biotech giants Monsanto, Bear, Dow, and DuPont now control nearly 100% of the global market for genetically modified pesticides, plants, and seeds. Also to note about Syngenta, this report continues, is that in 2012, Renegade Nation, it was criminally charged in Germany for concealing the fact that its genetically modified corn killed cattle and settled a class action lawsuit in the U.S. for $105 million after it was discovered that they had contaminated the drinking supply of some 52 million Americans in more than 2,000 water districts with its gender-bending herbicide, Altrazine. To how staggering, frightful this situation is, the MNRE says, can be seen at the report issued this past month by the American Bird Conservancy wherein they warned our whole planet is in danger. And as we can in part read, and here you go, listen to this. Renegade Nation, this is important, man. It's really important. 
As part of a study on impacts from the world's most widely used class of insecticides, nicotine-like chemicals called neon octanoids, the American Bird Conservancy has called for a ban on their use as seed treatments and for the suspension of all applications pending an independent review of the product's effects on birds, terrestrial and aquatic and other wildlife. That tells me, Renegade Nation, that the birds are dying. Yeah. And so are the bees. It is clear that these chemicals have the potential to affect the entire food chains, the environmental persistence of the neon octanoids, their propensity for runoff, and for groundwater infiltration, and their cumulative and largely irreversible mode of action raise significant environmental concerns, says Cynthia Palmer, co-author of the report in the Pesticides Program for ABC, one of the nation's leading bird conservation organizations. ABC commissioned world-renowned environmental toxologist Dr. Pierre Menu, I hope I said that right, to conduct a research. The 100-page reports the impact of the nation's most widely used insecticides on birds reviews, listen, listen to this Renegade Nation, reviews 200 studies on neon octoids, including industry research obtained through the U.S. Freedom of Information Act. The report evaluates the toxicological risk to birds and aquatic systems that includes ex- extensive comparisons with the other pesticides that the neo-octanoids have replaced. They've replaced the other ones. The assessment concludes that the neon octanoids are lethal to birds and to the aquatic systems on which they depend. Quickly following this damning report, the MRNE, remember they're in Russia, says a large group of of American beekeepers and environmentalists sued the Obama regime over the continued use of these neon octanoids, stating, quote, we are taking the EPA to court for its failure to protect the bees from the pesticides, despite our best efforts to warn the agency about the problems posed by the neon octanoids. The EPA continued to ignore the clear warning signs of an agricultural system in trouble, unquote. And to how bad the world's agricultural system has really become due to these genetically modified plants and pesticides and seeds, this report continues, can be seen by the EC's proposal this past week following their ban on neon neon octanoids in which they plan to criminalize nearly all seeds and plants not registered with the European Union as we can in part read. Here we go again. Listen very closely, Renegade Nation. Quote, Europe is rushing towards the good old days, circa 1939-1940. A new law proposed by the European Commission would make, a, would make it illegal to grow, reproduce, or trade any vegetable seeds that have not been tested, approved, and accepted by a new EU bureaucracy named the EU Plant Variety Agency. It's called the Plant Re- Reproductive Material Law, and it attempts to put the government in charge of virtually all the plants and the seeds. Home gardeners who grow their own plants from non-regulated seeds would be considered criminals under this law. The MN, uh, I'm sorry, the MRNE report points out that even though this EC action may appear draconian, 
It is nevertheless necessary in order to purge the continent from continued con contamination of these genetically bred seed monstrocytes. Most perplexing renegade nation in all of this, the MRNE says, and which led to Putin's anger at the U.S., has been the Obama regime's efforts to protect the pesticide producer profits over the catastrophic damaging being done to the environment, and as the Guardian News Service detailed in their May 2nd article titled, U.S. Rejects EU Claim of Insecticide as Prime Reason for Bee Colony Collapse, and which in part says, quote, the European Union voted this week for a two-year ban on a class of pesticides known as neon octanoids that has been associated with bees with the bee collapse. The U.S. government report, in contrast, in contrast, found multiple causes for the collapse of the honeybees. To the truer reason for the Obama regime's protection of these biotech giants destroying our world, the MRNE says, can be viewed in the report titled How Did Barack Obama Become Monsanto's Man in Washington? And which in part says, quote, after his victory in the 2008 election, Obama filled key posts with Monsanto people in federal agencies that wield tremendous force in food issues. The USDA, the USDA, the USDA, and the FDA, and the FDA, at the USDA, as the director of the National Institute of Food and Agriculture, Roger Beachy, former director of the Monsanto Danforth Center, as deputy commissioner of the FDA, the new food safety issues are the infamous Michael Taylor, former vice president for public policy for Monsanto. Taylor has been instrumental in getting approval for Monsanto's genetically engineered bovine growth hormone. Ooh, what's that? You may ask yourself, now even worse, I'm going to get Nation, listen, this is, listen to how good this is. After Russia suspended the import and the use of a Monsanto genetically modified corn following a study suggesting a link to breast cancer and organ damage this past September, the Russia Today News Service reported on the Obama regime's response. Now here you go. This is what you don't hear on the ostrich, stupid, friggin' media, renegade nation. Quote, The U.S. House of Representatives quietly passed a last-minute addition to the Agricultural Appropriations Bill for 2013 last week, including a provision protecting genetically modified seeds from litigation in the face of health risk. The rider, which is officially known as the Farmer Assurance Provision, has been denied by opponents of biotech lobbying as the Monsanto Protection Act, quote-unquote, as it would strip federal courts of the authority to immediately halt the planting and sale of any genetically modified GMO seed crop, regardless of any consumer health concerns. The program, or the provision, also decried as a biotech writer, should have gone through the agricultural or the Judiciary Committees for Review. Instead, Renegade Nation, listen, no hearings were held, and the piece was uh, evidently unknown to most Democrats who hold the majority in the Senate prior to its approval as part of the H.R. 993, the short-term funding bill that was approved to avoid a federal government shutdown. Now, Renegade Nation, are you listening? This is what they're doing. On March 26th, 
Obama quietly signed this Monsanto Protection Act into law, thus ensuring the American people have no recourse against this biotech giant as they fall ill by the tens of millions and many millions surely end up dying in what this and what this MRNA report calls the greatest agricultural apocalypse in human history. Over 90% of wild bee population in the U.S. has already died out, and up to 80% of domestic bees have died out. We're running into a big problem. Anyway, I want you to think about that. We'll talk through some of the response, uh, some of the blog responses off of the website called the Liberty Beacon. You're listening to Renegade Talk, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie, and uh, we'll be right back. 